0: clues into the murder of Mr. Patty O'Doul. Detective Wilhelm carefully reviewed his handwritten notes, neatly printed in the small spiral notebook he always carried. O'Doul shot at 1.59 a.m. O'Doul and Brown, the only two persons in the bar area prior to the shooting. Brown claims to have seen a young white male, nicely dressed, shoot O'Doul. Yeager and Matthews did not see said suspect at any time during the four hours they were at the bar. Major problem. Two doors to the HPL. Both locked. Front entrance deadbolted, back door padlocked on the inside. Found $256 in paper bag under mattress of Brown in the basement of HPL where he lives. Brown did not call 911 until 15 minutes after Odul was shot. No evidence of any young white male in the bar that evening. Brown is a drunk. He seems a little crazy. 15 minutes. Time enough to leave and hide gun. Where'd he get $256? Brown. Guilty as hell. Cleophas Skip Brown was two weeks short of his 67th birthday the night Patty O'Doul was killed. Born into a family of 11 children, Cleophas Brown moved from Mobile, Alabama, at the age of six. His family traveled throughout the South, finding employment mostly as migrant workers. Cleophas would brag that the only thing he'd never picked was another man's nose. He often recalled that somewhere south of Jonesboro, Arkansas, an old ragass mule kicked him just above his knees. Probably broke something important. He laughed, telling the story. Can't say for sure what that danged old mule tore up, but it still hurts plenty, and I can tell you 24 hours before it's gonna rain. The story ended with the fact that Mr. Brown's left leg bent slightly inward below his knees and fell two inches shorter than the right leg. Because of this, the old black man seemed to hop when he walked. Thus the nickname, Skip. Annie O'Doul watched the tent fill with sadness and almost found a distant smile as hundreds of men and women surrounded the gravesite. Most she didn't know, but all knew the late Patty O'Doul, owner of the Hikes Point Lounge, a friend to thousands in his seventy-two years of life. Annie had decided yesterday that she would defend Skip Brown just as soon as she passed her bar exam. It was impossible that the old black man her father loved could have committed such a heinous act. He was innocent, and she would rescue him. Her father would want it that way. Patty O'Doul locked the front door of the Hikes Point Lounge at 2.05 a.m. on New Year's Day, January 1, 1977, 30 years before his untimely death. His business was growing, and the bar crowd was becoming a great group of friendly regulars, Truly was a wonderful neighborhood bar. Paddy pulled up the end bar stool, lit his favorite punch cigar, and sipped at his fifteen-year-old scotch while he counted the day's take. $1,256. Not bad for an old Irishman who quit school in the tenth grade. Paddy proudly exclaimed to the antique mirror behind the bar, which smiled back approvingly. Minutes before, the bar had been so loud as happy patrons danced, kissed, and drank in the new year. Now there was silence. No sound but the ice cubes on his fifteen-year-old chevis as they melted and moved. And yes, the drip, drip, drip of the faucet behind the bar. He smiled at the silence, proud of his dream, the Hikes Point Lounge. As Patty poured another three fingers of scotch into the thick glass, he heard something else. What is it? Where is it coming from? There it was again. It sounded like a moan. No, more like a plea. Help me, please, dear God, help me. Petty arose from his chair, grabbed the thick wooden baseball bat from behind the bar, he did not own a gun, and walked toward the pleading sound of a suffering soul. Someone hurt and still inside, he wondered. Who is it? Where are you? His baritone voice was thick with concern, but not fear. Help me, please, God, help me. The sadness and the feeble cry brought urgency to Patty's search. Where are you? Who are you? Are you hurt? Help me! Please help me! Patty realized that the hurting voice seemed to be coming from behind the locked steel door to the alleyway. He cautiously unlocked the heavy padlock, raised the bat high into the air, and pulled the big door inward. A tall, thin, black man covered in snow, nearly frozen. Fell into Patty O'Dole's big, muscular arms. Thanks be to Jesus, the graying, snow covered black man whispered. Patty lifted the bone thin man.